Hello, all you trauma warriors and trauma advocates. Thank you for being here, for being a part of the Healing Place podcast and tuning in to these inspirational interviews. Uh, just a reminder before the show starts to visit academy.terrywellbrock.com. That's A-C-A-D-E-M-Y dot Terry, T-E-R-I, Wellbrock, W-E-L-L-B, R-O-C-K dot com. There you'll find my courses and coaching. And uh, I have a one day trauma warrior course. It's priced at $29. So great investment in yourself, lots of healing strategies and uh, um, yeah, some challenges in there as well. So an introduction to my to my 30 day be your own hero course. So anyway, just wanted to Again, thank you for being here and uh, remind you to go check that out. You can also sign up for my Hope for Healing monthly newsletter on my website at terrywellbrock.com when the pop-up pops up uh, or up in the right-hand corner is uh, subscribe and you can just go in there and put your email and uh, promise no spam. I will just send you my monthly Hope for Healing newsletter with more inspiration. All right. Well, now for the show. Welcome, everybody, to the Healing Place podcast. I'm your host, Terry Welbrock, and just, oh my gosh, my heart is so happy. My soul is smiling. I'm so very thrilled to have Dr. Jessica Bell, Dr. Jess, here with us. She is a licensed, no, I'm just going to, I just asked her, how do you say this again? Osteopathic physician, pain specialist, and provider of energetic osteopathy. Yeah, yeah I did it. You All right. it. Yes. <laughs> so welcome, Dr. Jess. Oh, thank you, Terry. Thank you so much for having me on this show. I'm so excited to be with you here and all yes. your listeners. Oh, yeah. we just chatted for a few minutes before and I told you I could talk to you for hours on end. You're just, you're blowing me away with just uh, your gift of knowledge, but even more so your beautiful spirit. And uh, I'm just so, I'm just so thrilled to have you share your insights with, with the audience. Oh, thank you. Thank you. There's so much to share. And, uh, and what a, what a beautiful opportunity to be able to speak. And, and likewise, I mean, I hope all your, your listeners can at some point have the opportunity to, to witness you because you also, you're such a light. So thank you. Oh, for thank what you. you. What you do. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. So tell, tell folks, yeah, who you are and what you're doing in the world. <laughs> Explain uh, a little better than me. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, gosh, you know, where do we even begin? Um, so I will start by just saying that um, I am a, I'm a, I'm a doctor, I'm a medical doctor and um, I'm an osteopathic physician. And that's a, that's a place that um, it's important just to kind of let people know what that means, because it's a big part of my journey and how I got to me doing energetic osteopathy. Um, so I, gosh, my story really began when I was four, honestly, um, in, in the outer knowing of the mission that I'm here um, to serve. And that, that when I was four, some really big things happened to me that were incredibly pivotal in my life. And number one, um, my father died very suddenly. And um, in doing so, he was taken off the planet, but I was very aware, uh, not as aware then as I am now, that he actually is my spirit guide. He came through, you know, he had to transcend that human um, package that he was in essentially in order to help me and guide me as he has always guided me throughout my life. So I've always been deeply guided um, to be doing what I'm actually now doing, which is really fun. Um, 
So that same year I was run over by a car, which um, during a sledding accident, which, uh, which handed me a lot of physical um, pain to navigate. And uh, I no longer have that pain, but it took basically most of my life to learn how to navigate that pain. And it really fueled my path as a pain medicine specialist um, and osteopathic physician. Um, and then also at the age of four, I started really uh, knowing and expressing outwardly the truth of my future, which was that I was going to grow up to be a doctor. And, you know, I know a lot of kids at the age of four say those things, but I really meant it. So that influenced my whole life. And I'm 44 now. So, you know, from age four to 44, the past 40 years has been all about building myself, um, you know, learning how to heal myself so that I could really offer the blueprint of the work that I now offer to others. And so along the way, my path became very, very, um, it was a very circuitous path. I have, I'm in recovery now from addiction. I've had chronic pain so much of my life. I, um, I've been married and divorced. Um, I've just had, you know, all of these really big, huge things, um, to, to navigate. And in doing so, I have been able to find my way in an even broader path, you know, that laid ahead just on the other side of all of these. So, you know, these are all what I would call these deep initiations into this plane of earth, which is, a. It, I just feel that earth is, an, is a beautiful classroom. It's the hardest classroom in all of the multiverse that we're, you know, around us. I mean, there's just this huge, 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 these multiple universes and earth is number one, the most, you know, it's like a master level teaching classroom. So, um, so I've always just stepped into it and, uh, and seen life this way. Now, obviously, I didn't always speak the way that I do right now. But, but I've grown so much in what I know, and what I offer through every initiation that I've been handed. So um, basically, I went into medical school uh, to become an osteopathic physician. And in the United States, you are either a DO or an MD when you graduate from medical school. There are two different types of medical school. Most people are familiar with an MD and not as many people are familiar with a DO, but both um, pathways bring you to become a fully licensed medical provider. In osteopathic medical school, I learned some really important things that are just such sovereign truths to me. You know, it's how I live. And that is that our bodies are self-healing. Our bodies are self-regulating. Our bodies have everything inside of them to heal. And that we have modern medicine to supplement that healing. Modern medicine is a gift, but it's really limited in its scope and what it can do to give us the ultimate forms of healing, which are only to be found within the body. So that to me was just, um, I mean, that was like the most, that was the deepest truth um, that, that I needed to know when I went into medical school and during the course of medical school and the years to come, I was trained very traditionally and um, I got kind of pulled off course from these, these tenets of osteopathy. In osteopathic medical school, the, the student learns how to put their hands on patients and how to do very sometimes subtle and sometimes not so subtle, um, what we would call a manipulation to help the body come back into balance with itself. And so when I, when I learned these things, I thought, wow, that's really interesting. But I didn't, there's a much deeper spiritual um, happening 
that unfolds when we put our hands on someone, whether it's physically touching somebody or now what I do is I also, I still treat people physically, I'll touch them, but more of what I'm doing now is, is working with them in a much more energetic way, which I can get into. Um, so I got away from this, this modality that I was trained to, to do. And that's really what differentiates an MD from a DO. The DO learns about how to put their hands on a patient and treat them and help their body come back into a state of homeostasis and balance and self-healing. The MD doesn't learn these things. So that's really the biggest distinction between an MD and a DO, aside from uh, a much more holistic uh, you know, philosophy of, of these truths that the body is self-healing. So most DOs kind of come away from medical training to become more like their MD brothers and sisters. You know, they'll go off and to do, you know, surgery and emergency room medicine and obstetrics and all those things. And they won't come back to the skills that they learned when they were a medical student. And for me, that was actually something that came later. I went into a field of pain medicine or uh, something called physical medicine rehabilitation and became a physiatrist. I started working in a traditional pain practice, prescribing opiates, doing injections, sending people to surgeries, having them get epidural injections, you know, working uh, as a spine specialist in a traditional practice. And um, I watched my patients get sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker. Um, and I too got sicker and sicker and sicker. And that was really when I hit a bottom in my years of um, addiction because I was just so, I got to a point where I just wanted nothing more than to help people. And I, what, I, what I witnessed was that my whole life, I'd been working up to this point of, of becoming a licensed medical doctor. And I witnessed my patients actually falling into a deeper and deeper place with these pharmaceuticals that I was prescribing them and with the injections I was giving them. And um, I felt like completely hopeless actually at that time in my life. This was like um, nearly 13, 14 years ago now that this all happened. And so I, I actually went out of, uh, of medical um, practice for a little while. And I, I, I started what, start, what became a, a massive spiritual awakening. And um, I, I needed to take a look at my own failings and addictions. And, and so I went away um, and got uh, the most amazing treatment for substance abuse. And, and in doing so, I woke up, my hands woke up. I looked at my hands one day and I saw them as being, you know, kind of beams of light. I mean, I was like, wow, it's amazing. So when I came out of this whole phase of my own healing, I went back into a training program to become a, a board certified neuromusculoskeletal medicine specialist, which is really a fancy way of saying that I got board certified in putting my hands on people and doing osteopathy. So um, I opened my practice, my own practice in 2012, um, after coming out of that second training program. And for about, you know, these past eight, nine years, worked with one patient at a time in a, in a practice that was just my own practice, private practice. I pulled away from prescribing any medicines. I just knew our bodies had so much more divine intelligence and healing than I was even trained to offer. And so over the years, my touch got lighter and lighter and the treatments got more and more powerful. And so I was waking up to the truth, which is that our bodies actually have an intelligence that is divine. And that, you know, that intelligence, that, that intelligence, that which actually birthed us, we, you know, we start off as this one cell and all of a sudden we're a human. Um, and that these embryologic forces that we call them, right? The embryo develops on its own. We don't tell the embryo in our, in our, in the uterus and the womb of the mom, how to become a human body. It knows there's something going on there. And those, those embryologic healing forces, they don't actually stop when the baby is born, they continue on until we die. 
literally until we leave our bodies. And so as an osteopath now working energetically, those embryologic healing forces are actually the divine intelligence that are constant. those forces. I actually have the opportunity to be in concert with. And when I now work, I feel them, I see them. Um, and so let's just fast forward. So this is kind of my life work and how I've evolved as a, as a, a person, a healer, a, an osteopath, a, you know, all those things. Um, I started to recognize that there was more going on than I was trained to offer um, because I would be so deeply inside somebody's body. The second that my hands synchronize with the patient, I see them, I see inside of their bodies. And if they have density, I'll call it something that's causing their body to not function in wholeness, um, or maybe it's causing a symptom. That's a, a human way of saying it. You know, symptoms are really under, you know, underlying a symptom is a compressed form of energy that's not flowing in with the rest of the system. It's compartmentalized. And so an osteopath is trained to actually go in, synchronize with the patient and open the doorway to that energy so that it can integrate again. And that's the divine intelligent forces that move in because I'm not the one who's healing you. It's you healing you. It's you combined with divine source that's healing you. But I get to be a part of that because I need to be aligned with where we go. How do, I, how do we actually access this compressed energy that's causing symptoms? We actually have to see it. And so that's the gift that I've been given, not only as a, as a highly trained medical professional osteopath, but actually as a healer. That's my divine gift. I came here with that. Um, so about uh, a year and a half ago now, um, we started this, this, this pandemic and I, I had a practice at that point in my house closed my practice and very quickly knew I needed to do something to help people because people were really hurting. Um, so I work with an intuitive and she said to me, you know, you're an energy healer. Did you know that? And I was like, oh my gosh, that's of course. Yeah. Now I, now I do. Thank you for, thank you for helping me recognize that truth. Um, and so the moment that we started working together and I still work with her to this day, um, you know, she's been helping me to um, unfold this, this much larger mission. Um, as an energetic osteopath and encouraged me to start treating people over Zoom and not just treating one person at a time, which I do, but also treating groups of people at a time, which I do, and now teaching people how they can be the ones to treat themselves, which I also do. So in one year plus, um, I, I began by offering my first osteopathic treatment over Zoom, which was just, you know, the most unbelievably magical experience because I felt into the person and saw their dense energy in their anatomic system with more clarity than I did when I was actually in their physical presence. Once we took the physical body out of its, and once we're no longer overlapping one another and touching one another physically, the clarity at which I was able to work was enhanced. So that was just this big aha moment. So I started that process and then I started working with more than one person. And the more people that I work with in one treatment, the more powerful the treatments are. I mean, it's just been this huge, huge, huge thing. And so now my mission is continuing to treat people one-on-one, -on -one, also continuing to treat groups one-on-one, -on -one, but really what I'm here to offer is putting healing back into the hands of each and every human on this planet, because I know that medicine is really limited. When we go to our doctors and we get our prescriptions and we get our treatments and we go, no matter how holistic we are, 
we're still looking outside of ourselves for the solution when the solution actually lives within our bodies. And so I'm here to help bridge that knowledge and put my hands in yours so that we can do this together, but ultimately help you take ownership over your own healing. So that's the whole channeled message that needs to come through right now. I know. And I so wanted to interject, but I'm like, no, she's channeling this message. Just let her talk because I just had so much to say. One, you give me goosebumps as you talk. Like I kept going, oh my God, I have goosebumps on my arm, which was awesome because they so resonate with what you're saying. But, um, oh my gosh, well, one, I loved what you said about earth school because I had another podcast guest once call it earth school and it, it hit me so hard because I thought, oh my gosh, this is earth school. Like th- that's what we're doing. <laughs> and it just, I was like, that's it. That's the that's answer. It. Yeah. And, and I love it. it that way, you know, and yeah, and I love it too. And I feel that we are uh, been, we've been taught to be victims to our life experiences, but when we can actually see that the hardest moments in our lives are the ones that serve us the most. Yeah. Oh, that's the advanced coursework. And so we can turn it all around that these experiences are not happening to us. They're serving us lessons, teaching. Yeah, I was just gonna say everything is what's the lesson? Every single moment is a lesson. And then when we go all the way down to the level of energy, which is what I am, I'm here to, to to share the truth blow the whistle on this, which is that we're completely energetic beings. You know, that we are a hundred percent energy as is the planet. And it's such a hard construct for our mind to really wrap itself around because, you know, what do you mean if everything appears to be solid? It's not when you break it down to the actual nanoparticles that make up every single thing on this planet, it's made of light, packages of light in very dense compressed form. And so inside of our bodies, we take in a lot of energy. And these lessons come in, the lessons, the bigger the lesson, the more energy comes in with that lesson. And we are not possibly able to process all that energy that comes in with that particular lesson. So it becomes compartmentalized and it's tucked in somewhere into the body. And so like this could, you know, let's just say um, that you get out into a horrific motor vehicle accident and you break your leg, right? Well, then you go into a place of having chronic pain in your leg. It's not that you are being punished with pain in your leg. It's that you had this huge lesson come in that is teaching you it's unique to every single person. Maybe you're here to learn about forgiveness of the person that actually crashed into you. Maybe you're learning, you're learning how to really surrender in your life. Maybe you're learning about humility. You know, there's such a deep lesson underlying everything. And it's about letting go of outcomes. And it's about diving into the middle of these parts of us that are kind of tucked in and compressed. And so my, that car accident that I was in when I was four left me with gosh, 40 years of intermittent left-sided sacroiliac joint and hip pain. And this past year, I learned how to work into my own energetic system to completely move through that pain. I don't have it anymore. And this is after 40 years of going to all of the practitioners to help, to get help, all of them. I mean, every single one, I've worked with some of the most incredible healers on the planet, in my opinion. Um, And it really wasn't until I started doing what I now teach to myself, treating myself in the ways that I teach people to, to treat themselves, that I no longer have that pain. It's been an incredible life. Yeah. Well, and I just have to tell the audience when you talked about doing your Zoom group and one on one, and that I was blessed to attend 
one of your sessions and oh my gosh, it's just so powerful and so amazing. And um, so, yeah, so healing. And I remember when I first tuned in, I was like, oh my gosh, I adore this woman because your energy, it just, it made me feel like hugged. It made me feel so comforted. And I was able to just relax into it. And I told you when, before we hit record, I said, at one point during it, you said, some people will fall asleep as we get into it. And I remember getting to the end and thinking, did I fall asleep? Because wow, that's over fast. <laughs> it was so, I mean, it was amazing. So yes, if you get an opportunity, everybody just uh, check it out because it's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, one of the things I can do, Terry, is link a uh, coupon code. Um, okay. this, whenever this, this show goes out. Um, and I'll, I, I just want to talk about that just for a second, because I do work in lots of different ways. And uh, one of my absolute favorite ways to work with people is not in a one-on-one -on -one capacity, which I also love. One-on-one -on -one is an amazing, if you have some really deep seated um, health challenges that you are just, you've, you've kind of gone through it all to try to find the solution and you're still struggling with, with symptoms, then that's when I work with people in a tense one-on-one because I read the energetic system with precision and we move that energy through with that level of precision. Um, but more of what I am here to offer is, um, is bringing people into a group healing container and we synchronize together as one. We all come from the same source. We all come from the same energy. We're all family here. Every single being on this planet is connected. And we've only been led to, to an illusion that we are that that is not the truth. So the, the separation, you know, is just this illusion. But yeah. when we come together, it's literally like you having dinner with your favorite most kindred spirits on the planet, because we all are. And so we overlap our energetic systems just enough to help support and enhance healing of the other people in the container. And when I go in, I treat us all as one. I, I go into a treatment, synchronize us together. And I am, I'm just so blessed to be a pure source. You know, I don't take any ownership over this. I've, I've certain I'm, you know, in my own human life, I'm certainly not perfect as a healer. However, I step out of the way beautifully. I've just been so pummeled by life. You know, I've so surrendered to life. I have such deep humility for this work that gets to come through me that I, I've just learned over the years how to bring it through with such a purity that is palpable. You know, people can feel it when they talk to me, for example, Yeah. because you know, I channel everything when I'm in this right now, I'm channeling everything I say, because I just, it's just this gift that I'm handed here. You know, I have these huge guides, huge team of support, and I feel them every moment when I get to work in this way. This is my favorite time is when I get to connect and talk about the work because it just pours through. So in these group treatments, it's felt, and most people will feel profound shifts in their body. And they're like, what just happened? You know, <laughs> yeah. so many people fall asleep instantly. People who just, you know, have had lots of different, you know, uh, practitioners work with them over years. And they're like, I never fall asleep. They fall asleep. It's their brain literally checks out. Your body goes into the deepest healing state. So I offer these group treatments every two weeks. And it's, you only, you'll see me on a screen, but nobody else. You actually don't really feel that you're in a group treatment. You feel like you're just receiving a very, very sacred experience. It's a deeply healing treatment yes. inside of your body. It's not an attunement. It's not a Reiki treatment. It's not, it's clearing out your body so that it can function the way it's meant to function. Um, 
so anyway, yeah, just to make it so that your viewer, your listeners can be a part of that community, because I feel the more that we can work within ourselves energetically in this way, the more we're going to be able to serve out there in the world, which is really what I'm here to offer is helping you to help others. You know, we have to we have to be connected into our bodies again so that we can uncover our own missions, our own ways that we can love one another with even greater capacity, right? We have to fill ourselves up first so that we can help one another. And that's, yeah. that's really global, the global impact I'm hoping. Well, one, everything you're just saying is so powerful and beautiful and resonating again on a soul level. And I'm hoping it's resonating with so many on a soul level because, uh, yeah, what a, what a gift you're offering to others to, Oh, that's what I wanted to tell you when you said about, so yesterday before talking to you about any of this, um, I, I had eaten something that I I'm having this histamine intolerance, but I'm working through it. It's doing so much better. I'm really feeling more energized since the dolphin incident, which if the audience knows about the dolphin incident. So um, I said to my body yesterday, my throat started to swell up just a little bit, not it's normal, but I was like, I just paused. I took a deep breath and I said, you know what body, you know what you're doing. You've got this. Let's figure this out. You, you can do this healing. You And, and I just, I just kind of relaxed my shoulders and let it go. And I started doing something else and la, 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 la. And then I was like, oh, wait, my throat isn't like, oh, my throat's all better. Yep. There it was. There it is. Yes. Terry, we were speaking before the show began about something that I stated, and it was a channel of this, the eye of the storm phenomena. And so I want to talk about what that, the context of this, this eye of the storm. So, so as an osteopath, I know through my experience, through my training, through my through what I've witnessed in working with other people, that inside every single part that's not connected inside of our bodies, there's you know so basically you know we all have these um, these human let's just call it a container. Our human body is a container, and it's the most miraculous container that you can even imagine. Uh, you know, inside this human container, you have the capacity to hold more energy, to house more light than you will ever know. And what happens is as energy comes in from our lives, anything that we have not wanted to feel, any emotion that we've stuffed, any event that's happened to us that's just been so hard we swallow part of it. We can process some of it. Some of us go to therapy and we, we have our friends and our family and we can be able, we can work through some of these harder things that happen to us in our lives. But inevitably there's, there's energy that comes in that, that comes in with emotions that we're just not yet ready to feel. Now energy needs to move. So when we take in energy in that that huge event that let's just call it a trauma, part of it we work through, but the other part of it gets swallowed. It comes inside the body somewhere, it gets tucked into the body somewhere in a very compressed, call it a zip file, okay? So it's a zip drive yeah. and it comes in. Now this is such a, an important point. All of this energy has incredibly valuable information in the school of life. It's a lesson plan unto itself. And it holds and harbors this immense information that will help our body, our soul evolve. 
So the body only wants us to go in and find that zip file and move into the very center of it because that is where the solution lies to free it up. That's how we open up the doorway that lets that information or energy start to move again. Energy only wants to move and flow. And so when we go into the very center of it, it's, it's like going into the eye of the storm. It's calm. It's absolute pure love. Okay. And in osteopathy, we call it the health. Our body is inclined toward the health. Our body is made of pure love. And when we have these densities or these zip files that come into our body, we don't have access to the information just on the outside of it right? But it's the body basically showing us where to go, how to access it. So I'll just, let's just say that it's your right shoulder that's really been bothering you. And you have this horrible rotator cuff impingement and you've tried everything and it's not going away. It's your body. That actually shoulder relates back to heart. So I, I work in the energetic system. There's a, there's a real, there's a specific structure to the way that energy is organized inside of our body. And I use that structure to help to open up all of the parts of the body that are not opened. So right shoulder pain, for example, is going back to where somewhere within that fourth energetic center that lives right in the center of your chest, that energetic center feeds into the nerves that supply the right shoulder. So energy at source feeds into the neurology, then feeds into the anatomy. Okay, that's how, that's how things flow. That's how things work. So when we have a problem in our right shoulder, it's never an issue with your physical body. It's always an issue with where energy is not flowing from source into the tissues of your body. We have to go all the way down. But how do we do that? We go into the real center, the eye of the storm, and embody it breathe into that actual center. And in doing so, and you did this beautifully yesterday, Terry, in doing so, you're actually aligning with your body's own health. The health is the most powerful healer that you have. We all have it. We've just not been uh, guided to remember that truth. It is a truth. This is a fact that our bodies are self-healers and that we all are born with the instructions to do exactly what I have been trained to do. So one way that we begin to work with these bodies of ours is to talk to it. We, you know, tell it, oh, it's okay. We know how to do this. We're not gonna, we're not gonna fall apart. You know, just that alone is more power. You're, you're creating a broadcast, an energetic frequency within your body just by talking to your body in that way. And what you're doing is you're offering it love. You're offering, you're acknowledging it. You're not resisting what's going on. You're not afraid of what's going on. Fear is a very, very dense energetic, whereas love is the highest energetic you can have. So when we align with ourselves, when we acknowledge our bodies, when we love our bodies, when we attune to the body, you move the energy through. And it's, it happens in the most subtle ways. And then you don't even, it's like our body just, I call this pain amnesia, by the way. So when we're in pain, that's all we can think about. And the moment the pain goes away, which is really just, it's just energy, right? That dense energy starts to flow again. The brain goes on to something else. There's no longer a problem there. I witnessed that for so many years in my practice. I would, I would take really specific notes for my patients. And then I would say, so tell me about your right knee. How's that doing? And people would look at me like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> What, what right knee? I'm like, oh, the right knee that was bothering you for the 10 years before you came in to get the treatment for your right knee, that right knee. And they're like, oh, you know, mind blowing. <laughs> like, what? Oh my gosh. 
gosh, I haven't even thought about my right knee. How is that even possible? Right. Because once the energy starts to flow through it, your body just, you know, your bodies are so intuitive and intelligent. We don't waste energy on things that are not necessary. So once the energy starts to move and flow, it's just a non-issue. That's how miraculous this body is living, right? Oh my gosh. Well, two things. One, when you just said the truth, I was going to, to interject and say, you are so speaking the truth right, right now. I don't even know how to say tell you this, but all I keep hearing is like, this is the truth. Like there, it's there's just a truth to it that I don't, that's all I can say about it. And the other thing is, is I remember being in, in EMDR. Now I had had severe panic attacks for 25 years um, from the time I was 22 until, you know, 47. And I'm sitting in EMDR and um, had been, this was probably about three years into the four years that we did those sessions and I'm sitting there and we're across from my therapist and we had, we were doing the session. And then she said to me, so when is the last time you had a panic attack? And I was like, um, uh, and then I, I was like, Oh my God, I haven't had a panic attack in like four months. Like it, it just had gone away. And, but I it wasn't like I was missing them. It was, I, I totally just, what you just said is so true. It was, it was just like amnesia of it. And I, it really blew me away. I remember sitting, I remember that exact moment. I could probably tell you what she's wearing because I just remember being like, what? Whoa. Here I had like truly suffered from them for from 25 years and ne- it was horrible. Yes. And then all of a sudden I was without them and it was gone. And, and so the point here is that our bodies are often relentless in asking us to come inside. And what is EMDR? It's a way to integrate energy through contralateral stimulation of, of alternate brain hemispheres. You go right to left, left to right. Yeah. So it's an integration of energy. That's what EMDR is for the, for the listeners that don't know. And I've had some EMDR as well in the past and, um, and it was effective for me, but what was more effective is actually moving these energies through my body by learning how to do so. I, um, I, I, this is a really cool story. I'll just share this because I, I really feel that this is such an important point that I'm making, which is that we are healers of ourselves. We are healers. You know, the these experts, these people, you know, who do what I do or, or who are, you know, trained therapists who offer EMDR, they're really, what they're doing is they're helping us to integrate the energies again. They're guiding us, but we're the ones that are being called to do our own work. Yeah. And so, right, because it's not, it's not just a matter of getting a treatment from someone and going back outside and living exactly in the way that we were living before that caused us to become so compartmentalized. And, you know, we can, we have a choice here. We have some, this is sovereignty, right? We have choice in how we live our lives and how we run our energetic systems. Um, And so one of the things that I, that I really, really want to hone in here is that our bodies do want to take back in energy. It comes, you know, it's like, we are just these magnets for these huge energies. And what the reason for that is because when we take energy into our bodies and we process it, we evolve. And that's the whole point. The whole point in being here on this earth at this time is, you know, our soul came here and said, I want to, I want to evolve. I want to learn. I want to see what it's like to have blue eyes. I want to see what it's like to be a man this time around. Right. I want to see what it's like to get cancer. Like I want to see what it's like to have these experiences that we call good or bad as humans, but there is no good or bad. These are all experiences. Some are harder than others, but we take in so much energy every single day. And some of it we are able to process and some of it we're not. And so what I teach and what I help people with in these treatments and in the teachings is 
How do we go inside of the body, align with the body and find our own zip files, breathe into the center of those zip files and move those energies through. And when we can do that, that's what I call proactive care, right? It's not preventative healthcare. It's not, you know, I feel like healthcare gets us from out of emergencies. Traditional healthcare gets us out of emergencies. And then we have a whole huge part of uh, our, our developing alternative healthcare model that calls themselves preventative healthcare providers. This is now going one step even before that, which is let's be proactive here. Yeah. Let's be active in the process of, because preventative is sure, we go to a practitioner, that's still traditional medicine, in my opinion. But being proactive means I know how I can actually take care of myself doing energetic hygiene every single day. So here's my cool story. So about, um, and I don't know where we are on time. So we'll just, just, just stop. You, you go just, ahead. Okay. Um, so I have been working, you know, in other people, um, helping other people for, for, for 20 years as, a, as an osteopathic doctor. Um, and, uh, and I didn't know that I could actually like deliver myself the same treatment that I was offering to other people. I had no idea this was happening. And so one day I went out for a run. This was about um, a year ago, maybe a little over a year ago now. I went out for this run and I was feeling particularly buoyant that day. I just woke up, I was in a great mood. I felt really energized. My, you know, the, my, my energetic container, my voltage, I'll, I'll call it my voltage was really high that day. I feel that we all have voltage. And when we're at hundred percent, we all know what that feels like. Right. 50%, we know what that feels like. And the goal here is by doing these practices every day that I teach to my, 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 my hope and my goal and my mission is to help people run the highest possible voltage that they can through their systems every day, because that will prevent us from getting sick. Okay. We know right now there's a lot of, you know, fear-based uh, uh, programming on the planet. That's, that's, you know, making it so that we, we know there are things that can potentially harm us out there right now. So when we keep our voltage really, really high, we actually have way more potency to not get sick. It's pretty cool stuff. So we, this is important and very timely that I share this. So I go out for a run and, uh, and I start running along and, and all of a sudden, and normally a run for me, I'm not a huge runner, um, but I start off really slow and kind of heavy and I have to, you know, find my breath and find my lungs. I, you know, I think we can all identify running as being really hard. Those first 10 minutes, you know, you don't even know how your arms and legs are attached. You're just kind of like, you know, flailing around and then maybe 10 minutes in, if you're lucky, you can find a nice flow state, you know, your aerobic capacity zone. So I start running and instantly I found it instantly. I was in my aerobic zone and I was like, wow, this is different. You know, I felt like I felt very cool. Coordinated. I felt very um, in my body. And the next thing I know, I felt my arms as, as like, they were like being kind of held up on little balloons, like helium balloons. I felt like my arms were kind of floating by my side. And I was like, what is the going, what is this? And I, I start kind of moving them around. Cause I, it was such a foreign feeling. And I, and then I was like, Oh, wow. It felt like um, when you take two of the same sides of the magnet and you put them together, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I was feeling. My hands were actually getting magnetized into a state of buoyancy around my body. And so I thought, okay, I'm actually feeling my own electromagnetic field. And I started playing with it. And I felt like I was like this cloud of electromagnetism, which I am, which you are. And I was like, huh, 
So I, I was like, wow, this is, this is really cool. So I, I kind of like played around with my, my cadence, my running cadence. I, I sped up and I lost it. I was like, my hand started to sink and I slowed down just a little bit and they, it came back and all I was like playing my body. My body was showing me how to access my own electromagnetic field. And that was the biggest epiphany that I had. Um, I mean, I mean, that was like, that was life changing really. I've had so many of these epiphanies, but that, that one was the message. That was the lesson that said, you can do this to yourself. You can actually feel your own electromagnetic field of energy, which is exactly how I move energy in your body. So whenever I'm doing a treatment, I'm feeling that magnetism in my hands. I use my, my own body as a holographic body. So when I'm treating someone over Zoom, no matter where they are, my body actually becomes a, uh, a hologram of yours. So I work within my own, just outside of my own body. I move energy and let's just say again, that right shoulder, I'll come over to the right shoulder and I, my hands are about three or four inches off of the body. And then I get moved around by this divine intelligence. I am always moving my hands because I feel energy as it's moving and flowing. I also feel when dense energy is not moving. So I get to move and, and start to manipulate the energy in a very subtle way. This isn't like about forcing things to move. It's about aligning with the health of your body. So when I got that message during that run, I instantly went to work and I started to offer my, I started to wonder, I, I just got really curious and I thought, okay, if I can feel my own electromagnetic field, I wonder if I can, I can heal parts of me that are still really painful because I had stopped receiving all services. This was in the beginning of the pandemic. So I was, I had been getting massage every two weeks, was no longer doing that. I had been getting osteopathic treatment every month. I was no longer doing that. You know, all of these outer services I wasn't getting and I was, my body was really hurting. I started treating myself every single day, just getting into my own fields, my own energy, working in that left hip that I was, I was talking about earlier. And within one month, I had zero physical pain. And I still don't to this day. Things will kind of come up. You know, they don't necessarily, I'm, I'm not a superhuman here. I'm still human. Right because I work every day proactively and moving energy in a very specific way. And these are the things I teach. I'm not plagued with things anymore. That means that these symptoms don't come on anymore. And when they do come on, they don't stick around. That means emotional distress goes through physical distress goes through. We want our bodies just want us to move and flow. So this is exactly, this is the most powerful teaching when we do our own work every day, we are healing every day. We don't get congested and fall apart. Cancer is encapsulated fear. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Oh my gosh. When things stick in our bodies for long periods of time, they become denser and denser and denser and denser and denser until they encapsulate. And then we have a tumor. So yeah. then we get the tumor removed, but then we still have to do our own work. Right. So it's anyway, I could go yeah. on about that for a long oh, time. Well, again, I could sit here and listen to you and go, wow, <laughs> for, you know, a few hours, days. Well, one, one of the things I'm really glad you clarified, actually. Um, so when I did the EMDR for four years, we did hit a wall. I, like I hit that place where I was in Chief and said, I just don't think we just keep coming back around. We, I kept trying to get to something, but it was like, I wasn't ready for it. My body wasn't ready to release it. I wasn't ready to release it. Whatever it was, I was so scared. I was still holding on to it. Like, oh, I'm terrified to let go of this. So we 
we ended it. I, I just said, I just don't think we we can do any more with this because, and it's not that EMDR, I mean, it was life altering for me, but we had just reached its maximum potential for me personally. Um, and so then I, I, I've just tried different things, all of which, you know, from acupuncture to sound healing to you know, all different kinds of things, all of which again has given me little bits of assistance, but I love what you're doing because you're really getting to that root part of it. But do you think that people like they have to be ready for it or can it, can it happen? Because like for me, there's that part of me that's like terrified to want to allow you to do that work with me. Oh, thank you for being honest about that. Yeah. Yeah. And for sharing with us, you know, that there is a fear. Um, I believe the fear is the stepping off point. I believe that we are, first of all, uh, the readiness part. Yes and no, you know, um, because in order for us to be fully aligned to the truth, we're talking about the truth, which is that we're just made of, we're made of energy at the frequency of love. There, in order to be fully surrendered to that truth, we do need to be ready. Yes. And nobody's going to be able to predict that for you. Um, you know, I, I, I love the fact that I walked through a very, very challenging time with my addictions. I had my dad actually died from addiction. Um, he, he died from sudden cardiac death, but he was he was a drug addict. And uh, and, you know, I'm here to clear that particular, you know, lineage. So yeah. as much as I knew about addiction and I've been, you know, you would never have known that I was addicted. I was a very I was a 4-0 med student. I was a very dysfunctional adult, you know, in, in being a perfectionist, overachiever, overdriver um, and ultimate consumer of, of things that helped me to get through some really challenging traumas in my life. I numbed myself um, because I'm an intensely, uh, uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm deeply, deeply empathic and sensitive and I always have been. And so to get through all my years of schooling, I just had to, you know, I, I used different things to help me be just enough numb so I can get through it. And then I hit my bottom, right? And I, right. I was able to kind of move through it. And so the reason I'm bringing this in right now is because first of all, there's no shame. You know, anyone listening out there, if you're addicted to something, whether it's food, whether it's sex, whether it's shopping, whether it's drugs, whether it's alcohol, whether it's anything, the only thing that's happening there is that you're craving the truth of who you really are, that you are source, you are love, that that's all that there is, that you're looking for something that will help you to feel just a little bit better. And the truth of that is that it's in you. So that's the miracle we're talking about, right? I had to step into the truth of that. And for me, it took about 10 years to get to that miracle moment where I was finally really, truly ready to surrender fully to the truth of our divinity, of our being just love. That's it. That's all that there is, right? We've talked about my mantra. I've heard this. I've been, I channeled deeply this message of love is all there is. And that moment in my life changed me forever. And it became, that was three years ago, a little bit more than that now, that I stepped fully into the person that I am right now, which is, um, I have absolutely no doubt whatsoever of the truth of our existence here, of who we are and what we're here to remember. So that is a divine time component. That is like, you have to be kind of ready to be at that level. I'm not any better or any different than anyone out there, but I suffered enough. You know, I was like, my soul basically said, okay, we'll let you know the truth now. 
So that was divine timing. I, I like part of me, the version of me that I was living before that kind of dysfunctional human that I was before actually truly died. She died. And this other version came in, which is the, the version that I get to run now, which is to be able to see and feel energy and to channel and to do all of these things that all came in one day. So that's, yes, there's something about that. Now, as far as you doing your own healing work, no, you don't have to be ready to get to that point of, you know, dying off a part of you to be born into another part of you. And, you know, these things just kind of happen. We hear these stories all the time of people who have like, you know, um, uh, you know, terminal cancer, and then all of a sudden there's a spontaneous remission, and then they were born into a whole, uh, a whole new version of themselves, right? I mean, like, or, or someone who has a near-death experience. There are so many examples of ways that we come to the truth that we come to like our, our eyes open to like, Oh my God, it's always been here. You know, I'm yeah. love. I'm just the dolphin. I'm, I'm telling you the yeah. dolphin where was that moment Dolph that I exactly. was like these moments. Yeah. 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 For me, I had, you know, a medium connect me to my, my beloved father um, three and a half years ago. And, and we were, we spent an evening together and that, that was the moment for me when I knew that the spirit world was absolutely, you know, I knew it was there, but I didn't actually yeah. understand contact with it until that it was like having a near death. I literally had a night where I was able to step into the realms of spirit and spend this evening with my father. Um, it was the most powerful experience I've ever had. One of them. I mean, there've been many powerful experiences, but that was one of the many moments that just, you know, um, brought me to this place of knowing that we are here to heal, knowing without. So I feel that what I, what I'm here to offer comes from that lens of having, I have no doubts. I have no craving anymore. I have no, there's, I crave my a deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper connection to source. That's it. Everything that I do in my life now, in my own personal life, in my professional life is to deepen that connection to spirit. That's it. And the moment that we step into the truth of that, we heal because we know that we've always been loved. We know that we, we know that these things are the truth right? It's a resonance. This is a resonance of truth that you're hearing and that you're feeling and that all your listeners are, are experiencing. And I imagine there are a lot of people out there who are getting lots of chills. The whole time I talk, I get chills. That's how my, <laughs> oh, I get chills. I mean, I get, I can't even explain to you. My, my whole body lights up in various streams of waves of, so to answer your question, sorry, these, not, not sorry, but you know, this happened. Oh, I get no, it. I open my I mouth it. and the words come out. Um, to answer your question, is something that evolves over time. The most important thing is to begin to know how to work within your body, how to work within your energy system. And so what I do is I have very, very structured coursework training programs where I deliver the bite-sized pieces of how to begin to do this. Okay. And as time goes on, you get um, more adept. It's about having skill. So there is a skill building component to this because, I mean, so many people have been born into having telepathic psychic abilities that they bury in childhood because our society doesn't endorse it. You're strange, you're a witch, you're a weirdo when you're a kid who has imaginary friends right? Those are your guides. Those mine. Yeah. Those are our guides. They're always with us, but we, we, we don't have the support that we need to be able to um, hone those gifts. So we bury them for so many years and we just lose the, we just lose the access point, but all of us have it. Every single human on this planet has it. And so all that's needed is just the willingness to remember that tiny little crack in the cocoon right? Because we're not just humans. We are soul. Yeah. 
there's more, but we just need the tiniest little crack. And that's all that it takes from there. Oh we my gosh. My imaginary friends were named TT and Gogi and how strange that my niece, Alex couldn't say aunt Terry and it came out TT. So my whole family calls me TT. So then one day I was thinking about, Oh my gosh, when I was little, I had my little imaginary friends. And then I was like, Oh my gosh, one of them was named TT. I wonder if it was me that came back as my guide. It was, it was, it was mine. Like, I was like, that's so weird to think about. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Amazing. That's funny. <laughs> Cute. Well, and one other thing I just wanted to tell you, and I know we, we've just gone we could go on for hours. Um, my, uh, I had a friend who was uh, intuitive, psychic, medium, whatever you want to call it, label you want to put on it. And we had just met. She'd never met my father. My dad died in 09. And um, she said, um, your dad came and visited me while I was praying in church. And he sat next to me. And I was like, okay, you're going to be blown away. He had a message for you. And I said, okay, that's awesome. And she said, um, he, t- he told me to tell Terry, stop thinking, just love. And I was like, and I've held on to that just forever. And because, and so when I start to overthink, because I was a huge overthinker, a huge overthinker and perfectionist and all of that. And so I'll remind myself, stop thinking, just love. And I actually wrote a little ebook and I filled it with all the hearts that I had found at the time. And I call, titled it Stop Thinking Just Love. And it's filled with hearts and quotes about love. But anyway, I thought that would resonate with you. Oh, so much. <laughs> so much. I love these stories we're getting to share with each other. I know. Insane. You know, these are the divine gifts that we're all handed. And when we get separate when our systems become scattered or dissonant when our energy systems become bogged down with compressed energies these zip files it paints a different picture of the world we become separate from the truth we become consumed with thinking i call this the thinking and feeling loop our thoughts become sensations in the body right the body sensations then come back into the mind the mind spins the story about what we're feeling and we just kind of go around and around and around and then we're not in our lives anymore we're like sitting on the sidelines of our lives telling stories about our lives yeah. meanwhile the life is happening and we don't even know how to engage with it anymore because we're just spinning these very warped perceptive looping spirals of this person said that to me and now I'm a victim of that and I really resent this person and I really can't handle this job because the job is doing these things and taking away my, you know, it's a very, very uh, chaotic outer experience, which is really only a broadcast of the chaotic inner environment of the body. And the moment we dive into the body and start clearing out these densities and start to move back into a clear stream of energy, love is all there is. Yes. And, oh, my God. and we look out into the world and we see these heart rocks and we feel the synchronicities. We see the synchronicities. We connect in with those events and those experiences that will enhance it. I mean, our spirit world wants nothing more than for us to wake up. So the moment that we take one step in that direction, we are handed a, a, a celebration of love. Yeah. It doesn't take much. It just takes that step. Yes. Oh, gosh. Beautiful. All right. Well, Anything else that you wanted to touch upon that we haven't had a chance to? Oh, my goodness. I, there's just so much to say. And um, I, I just want to leave everybody here with a message of, um, you know, of taking ownership of your healing, letting yourself find the people 
who will bring that energy, that power, that sovereignty back into your own body, your own hands, your own heart. The world is waking up to these truths of us being energetic beings. And if that's the, and explore, you know, do your own research here. Question the narratives out there on the planet. The things that make you feel fearful or small, or maybe even controlled, maybe that's not something you need to pay attention to anymore. And connecting in more with people that will help you to find your own truth, find the love that is within you to help you remember you are a being of light that's made of healing frequencies. And the only thing that it wants is for you to be present within it. Your body's calling us in right? Our, our bodies are calling us in. And so remember that the outer world right now is very scattered and chaotic. And so just, I encourage those of you out there listening, begin the process of questioning the things that don't make you feel good and leaning more deeply into those things that do. And what is that for you, right? What is that for you? And for me, it's spending a lot of time breathing into this particular body of mine and loving her to its to its entirety and spending time in loving conversations with people, not arguing, getting outside into nature and breathing in that mother nature that is us, like we are made of that same frequency and doing only those things that align, that help us know that love is all that there is here, so. Yes, beautiful. All right. So how do people connect with you? Where do they find you? So go on to my website and it is uh, found at www.doctor. And then my name is Jess, J-E-S-S-B-E-L-L.com. So drjessbell.com. You'll see all my offerings there. And I would say um, the most uh, affordable and the most powerful way for us to begin to connect in would be to sign up for a public group treatment and I will link, I'll have, um, I'll link a coupon code um, so that you can experience the very first treatment um, at a much lower rate. Awesome. And I'll put that in show notes, folks, so you can check that out in any of the show notes. All right. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Well, again, it's just been a joy to meet my soul sister. And uh, thank you so much for just the work you're doing in the world and shining your beautiful light of hope. Thank you so much, Terry, for this opportunity. And I have loved every minute of our flowing conversation oh, here. Yeah, yes, for yeah. sure. All right. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us today on the Healing Place podcast. And remember, until next time, be gentle with yourself. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Terry Welbrock again. Just wanted to thank you for listening to the episode today and remind you to visit my website as well as the Academy terrywellbrock.com for the courses but if you go to my website terrywellbrock.com you can sign up for my monthly hope for healing newsletter which is also jam-packed with information and strategies and blog pieces and guest blog pieces and links to shows um, and just a great space for uh, again healing and hope strategies Thanks for, again, being here and being a part of this healing space. I very much appreciate you. All right. Bye-bye.